the sounds of Mr. Bob Marley, Don't Worry About a Thing. <gasps> oh, I feel like a DJ all of a sudden. Um, hello, this is Mrs. Gray. Welcome to the first podcast, Happy Head, Happy Heart. I am delighted to be here. Every week I'm going to be creating a new podcast that will focus on some of the emotional and mental health issues we are facing at the moment. You can listen on your own or you can listen with your family and I hope these podcasts will be of some use for everyone in our Balmedi school community. We're going to have some guest speakers as I get to grips with the technology and maybe I'll change the theme tune up um, each week. Um, today's podcast has a document of useful links attached um, to the blog post and there's also a video um, of um, me reading the story Thank Goodness for Bob. It is a lovely story all about a little boy and his worries. So as I said these podcasts are going to be focusing on our emotional and mental well-being um, I'm sure you're all getting your daily exercise. Some of you are probably doing PE with Joe every morning. So your body is getting the movement that it needs to stay fit and healthy. But what about your brain? Yes, the endorphins we produce when we're exercising really do um, help our brain. But what are you look, doing to look after the other bits, especially those emotions, the feelings, the bits that make you smile and the bits that make you frown? We're going to look at that today. We're going to be scientists this week. For me, it's really important you understand the science of your brain and why you may be feeling a little worried, a little stressed, maybe anxious. Generally, just maybe some of you could be having a little bit, bit of a wobble right now. Um, and today I'm going to talk about the science to that, why we maybe feel a bit wobbly and also some tips on how we can create some more positive vibes. So today we're going to be learning about something in our brain called the stress response system, the part of our brain that is in charge of all the stress and the worry and the anxiety that is going on in our minds right now. And we're going to talk about why we have it and what happens Um why we need to have it, and then the other parts of the brain that kind of control the, stre the stress response system and um, relate to our feelings and our emotions. So learning and understanding about the brain um, is really useful. It's like learning and understanding about the other bits of your body, what your heart does, um, what your liver and your kidneys um what all these other parts of your body do. So that's why I feel it's important to really look at the brain and understand it a little bit more because it'll help you understand maybe why you are feeling the way you're feeling right now if you're having a bit of a wobbly moment um, or if you have felt it in the past. So there's lots of things that happen in, inside our bodies when we're faced with a scary, new or threatening situation. Um, and... I want you to imagine how you would feel if you encountered a bear in the woods. You're going out for your daily exercise, you're out for a walk, and all of a sudden you're confronted by a bear. What would happen? Well, you're, you would freeze, probably. Your heart would start racing. You would start to breathe really heavily. You'd maybe be unable to move out of fear, and you might feel the urge to run away. These are all the symptoms of stress. The mental and physical state humans feel when they experience something difficult or threatening. 
Stress can come from many different sources. Bear in the woods, um, the anxiety of moving from school life to being at home, lockdown situations. These are normal stressors. They make you feel nervous or scared, but just for a short time. And you know, like speaking in front of a large group of people or before you go on stage to perform something, these short moments of stress are okay. We understand that and we live with that. But when we're encountering bigger, long lasting stress, like if we were chased by a bear every day, then these can start to, this sort of magnitude of stress, this buildup of stress, can start to make you feel sad or scared for a really long period of time because you're being exposed to the stress lots and lots, not just once or twice. Now, the good news is that your brain is an absolute superhero. There's loads of different parts to it that kind of counteract each bit. So way, way back, we needed um, to have a stress response system when we were faced with bears or even further, T-Rexes. We need our stress response system to help us. Um, So I'm going to talk to you now about how the stress response system is there to help. So when we're faced with something threatening or scary, like the bear, the stress response system takes over your body. Okay, it kind of starts acting for you. It speeds up your heart to increase blood flow. It speeds up your breathing so you take on more oxygen and it slows down your digestive digestive system so you can store fat and sugar for lots of energy because you're going to need energy and you're going to need oxygen if you're going to fight or run away from the bear. So as the system takes place, you also have something that's going to be produced called cortisol. It's a stress hormone. Um, And the cortisol is a messenger that sets um, all the organs in your body into action. It's like the superpower of the stress response system. Cortisol helps the brain to think really clearly because you don't want to have muddled thoughts if you're about to take on a bear. Cortisol also sends energy to really important muscles. It increases your heart rate and your breathing. You can imagine that all of these bodily functions would be so important if you were face to face with the bear. You would need to think about how to escape, use your muscles to run away, have a fast heartbeat to pump lots of blood to all these muscles and have really good fast breathing to take in more oxygen. So our body and our brain are really super clever and it does all these things to help us. But if there isn't a bear and you're not being chased in the woods, but your body and your brain is stressed and you're producing lots of cortisol, it can be really damaging for your heart, your mind, your body and and your soul. Too much cortisol isn't great for us right now. And if you're feeling worried and stressed a lot over a long period of time, like the past eight weeks, then you're going to be producing too much cortisol in your body and your brain and your body will be in a state of stress for more than it probably should be. Now as well as the stress response system we also have a really cool part of our brain called the prefrontal cortex and it's a really big region of the front part of our brain and it's sometimes called the big control control center of our brains because it helps control our thoughts, our actions and our emotions. 
And the main job of our prefrontal cortex is to control our emotional response to stress so that we don't get too stressed out. But when our prefrontal cortex is being bombarded by our stress response system, by all this cortisol, it's working and working, working, and it gets really, really tired. So imagine your prefrontal cortex is like running on a treadmill. And if the cortisol, if the stress just keeps getting more and more, it has to keep running and running and running. And eventually it starts to get tired. So all the well-balanced emotions, thoughts and feelings that would normally take place when you're going around your business normally because there's no anxiety, no fear, no threatening um, environment. When there's lots of it, that prefrontal cortex just gets tired and it gets tired of making almost rational thoughts and the emotions get heightened and they can be less organized, less focused, and they can become tears, a short fuse, um, unkind hands, unkind feet, words come out our mouth really quickly that are harmful, um, shout, scream, temper tantrums, all these sorts of things. So our prefrontal cortex is tired. It's not really making sense of all the cortisol, all the stress that's going on in our bodies. So to kind of summarise, we have a stress response system that is in charge of um, threatening, scary, new environments. And when we're exposed to a lot of it, a lot of threatening environments, a lot of change, we produce lots and lots of cortisol. And when our body produces lots and lots of cortisol, our prefrontal cortex can't really cope with the overload and it can't rationalise our emotions and our feelings the way it normally should do. So if over over the last eight weeks, because if we take sort of the two weeks before lockdown into play, you've been really, really worried, really, really stressed out, had to deal with new situations, um things that are new, things that worry you, then your body will be producing lots of cortisol. Your prefrontal cortex, that emotional part of the brain, will not have been functioning as it should be. And because it's been over such a long period of time, things will now start to become a bit wobbly. And we're having seeing that sort of negative emotional um, symptoms and behaviours playing out. But don't worry. Because our brain is super clever, as is our body. So there are lots of great ways to stop your stress response system overacting and producing all this cortisol and to therefore gain control over your emotions and that prefrontal cortex. So in a way, you can be your own superhero. You have the power to start to take control of these negative emotions and feelings going around your mind, your heart, body and soul. And there's one magic thing that you need, and it's dead simple. It's called oxytocin. But if we strip that back into sort of language that we understand, oxytocin is the feeling of love. It's the feeling of joy and happiness, that feeling you get when you get a really big hug or someone that you see, uh, you haven't seen for ages, like waves at you as you walk past a window or 
the, you know, that lovely bedtime story or the really nice meal that's cooked for you. Oxytocin is love. It's dead simple. The Beatles were right. All you need is love. And when you've got lots of cortisol in your body and your mind, all it needs is some love, laughter and connection. So I'm going to give you some top tips to help right now with that worry and that overacting cortisol. Number one, laugh. Laughing is the best medicine. Laughter re releases a hormone called oxytocin. It tells your brain and your body that they can relax. Smile, dance, tell jokes, play a board game, um, sing, dance, create something. Find the things that bring you joy that perhaps don't involve a screen. Fresh air, long walks, whatever works for you. What is it that makes your mouth smile? and the corners turn up, that's oxytocin. And that's what you need a lot of to help you calm and control the cortisol levels in your body. My next top tip is finding a moment of calm and peace. Um, you know, they say to take 10 breaths if you're feeling stressed, and that's true. The breathing, the oxygen flowing within your body, those mindful techniques are really important for helping your stress response system. So find a moment of calm. You will have probably done some mindfulness already in school. Um, and if you do this every day, just for 10 minutes, you will start to see and feel a real difference. There's loads of great online mindfulness activities. Um, there's colouring, yoga, body stretches, making a calm jar, um, meditation, basic alone time, just finding peace and quiet for 10 minutes and doing some mindfulness activities. That will also help your stress response system. Your third way that you can help your stress response system is to practice gratitude. Practice feeling good. It's really hard right now because it's pretty rubbish. We can't get out to play with our friends. Oh, can't go to McDonald's. Mrs. Gray can't go to Costa Drive-Through. It's terrible. But as much as it isn't easy to feel grateful when you're stressed and anxious right now, you can try to notice moments where there isn't any tension. And once you start to look for them, you're going to find them more frequent and your body will relax and you can breathe. So try and discuss three things that you were grateful for in a day. Maybe you want to discuss it at home, at tea time or just for bed. But find a moment in your day that you can find three grateful moments. So for me today, I'm grateful that I can do this podcast and talk about the things that I feel really passionately about and hopefully are some help to some of you. Um, I'm grateful for Mr. Gray because he's taken the boys away out for a lovely walk and giving me some peace and quiet to do this for you. Um, and I'm really grateful for the 20 sausages that are in my freezer 
that I took some uh, out of the freezer this morning for our tea when I kind of thought this morning, oh gosh, what are we going to have for tea? So yeah, I'm grateful for those frozen sausages and the tin of beans that are in the cupboard um, so that tea tonight can be quick and easy and everyone will enjoy it. So find some moments of gratitude. What are you happy for in your day? And my last top tip to controlling that stress response system is the voice in your head. We all have that sort of self-talk and, you know, having positive self-talk can be quite tricky, especially if you're feeling a bit down and gloomy. But again, you can make the choice. You have the superpower to overturn that. So what does the voice inside your head tell you? You can turn on that happy voice. Leave the worried, lonely voice for a moment in the day and try and concentrate on happy moments. If you are worried and you're worrying a lot, try to dedicate a worry time at home with the adults in your house where you say, right, in this half an hour, we're going to talk about the things that we're worried about or we're going to draw or we're going to write about them. And that's your moment to get it all out, to get the worries out. And for the rest of the time, when those worries start to peek into your head throughout the day, you can say in your self-talk, I'm not going to worry about this right now. We're going to worry about this at three o'clock when I sit down with mum and I'm going to draw a picture of what I'm worried about. And maybe the same thing you're worried about today will be the same thing that you worry about tomorrow and the next day. And that's all right. That's all right to have these sort of continuing worries. But as long as we're talking about them and putting them out loud will really help. So think about your self-talk and think about if you are worried, trying to concentrate those worries into one part of the day and you'll enjoy listening to the story um, that's on the video clip because it's all about worries. So it's important that you understand that because of the stress and the worry and anxiety we're all, all under at the moment, you have to make time to make sure your mind is as fit as your body. Your daily moments of calm, for a, or a daily release of love and laughter, that big hug everyone needs right now. Um, you have to make time for that. And I want you to try and make time for that every day between now and next week. Your mind has had a big dose of cortisol and you need to get your mindful superpowers back in check. So this brings me to the end of our first podcast. I was hoping it would only be 10 minutes, but my goodness, we're almost double that. I hope you enjoyed listening. There's a document that goes along with this that gives some websites and some other tips that are linked to the things that we've talked about today. I'll be back next week. Um, And in the meantime, stay home, stay safe, find those moments of gratitude and positivity in your day and try and have a happy head and a happy heart. Thanks for listening.